Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. Thank you for coming along to this episode this week. It's really great to have you here and I really appreciate your time and your energy that you're giving to listen to this week's edition of BPM Pod. Hope you're all doing well out there and life is treating you well. I'm actually recording this introduction now at the time from a lovely hotel in uh, Cologne, actually. I've got a lovely 11th floor view over the city. The sun is out. Everyone's sort of off to work and getting started in their days. And you can see the smoke from chimneys in the haze. It's really, really beautiful, actually. Really, really nice. And it's on days like this where you feel really great to be alive. And I normally do this announcement at the end, but if there are days that you don't feel great to be alive, that's also fine. Absolutely fine. We all feel like that. And if those dark days do become more regular, there's always help out there. Paid help, help of friends, help of family, help of colleagues, help of people you don't even really know. But people do love you more than you think. They probably do. And there is always someone looking out for you. I assure you that. So quick little mental health reminder that And mental health is something we're going to talk about a little bit now, as well as how to make really cool music and how to keep your life going when you're so far away from home. As we talk to the singer-songwriter Lucas Castillo, who is very well known in Berlin for being the host of the Lakshmi Bar open mic on Wednesdays. Definitely check that out. And he gigs a bit and tours a little bit as well, writes his own stuff, does some cool videos, had many... uh, messy nights out with him as well on a personal level so <laughs> it's uh, really really great that he could make some time to come to the podcast and we met in his small sort of attic apartment and talked about as i say mental health uh, struggling to keep things going when you're away from your family you'll hear more about that in a second and where you get inspiration to write some of these songs because a lot of his catalog is more to the sensitive sort of almost depressing side of things that's no real big issue Um, But how do you sort of keep going to the well to get ideas? Because a lot of them are extremely personal and uh, confessional. So that's what we talked about. And you can hear more on that in just a few seconds time. Just a very, very quick shout to say the next episode will include the band Orang Utan or Orangi Utan, Orangi Utan, depends how you want to say it. A sort of punk, power, pop, thrash, metal, rock, prog, rock band. It's very hard to describe. They've got a little bit of everything going on there, and they will be on the next episode. So quick shout out to those guys. But now, here is what happened when I met the wonderful Lucas Castillo.
looking back in memories so hello everybody uh, my name is lucas uh, i'm from guatemala born in guatemala and um, yeah been in berlin for five years about five years yeah, what a, what a ride. <laughs> it's flown by, right? <laughs> and singer-songwriter as oh, yeah, always, yeah, right? And I yeah, make yeah, music. Yeah. Well. And everyone knows you from a lot of places, right? I mean, you do the open mic every week, right? Yeah, yeah. Lakshmi. Lakshmi Bar, Berlin. Um, open mic every Wednesday. Sign up at 7.30. <laughs> yeah, maybe earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you've, yeah. you've been in Berlin for five years, but tell us your sort of like journey to getting to Berlin. <clears throat> so um, I did an exchange year after I graduated high school. I was in the south of Germany. Uh, shout out Zipplingen. <laughs> uh, is that a place anyone's ever heard of? It is a place. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, then I went back to Guatemala and I was sure that I wanted to come back to Europe. And after some deliberating, I was, uh, with the support of my family, I was able to come here to study a bit of German and then to do a bachelor's in audio engineering. Uh, at uh, a university here, SAE, yeah, yeah, and here I am. And here you are today. And like, tell us a little bit about your sort of musical career today, because you actually work with what you want to do, which is very rare for yeah. sort of aspiring musicians in this city. So yeah, I was I was lucky enough, and also I guess with a little bit of um, you know have setting setting goals and kind of aiming towards towards music related stuff, which is all I can really think of. Um, after graduating, I managed to get a, this student job in a kind of music software uh, company, uh, like a startup. Um, and uh, yeah, after after like almost a year of working there, I've been able to uh, yeah uh, involve get myself involved in different types of projects, such as uh, recording engineer, mixing some some sessions, and so on. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good fun. Mm. Yeah. And then what do you do in terms of like actually playing live and stuff? Because I see you post a few videos here and there of you playing and you're always playing at the open mic, which we'll talk more about in a minute, the open yeah. mic. But like, tell us a little bit about your musical journey then here in Berlin. So I have to say that uh, since, since I've, I've always been into music and I've always enjoyed making music and, and, and playing and singing, um, I never really saw myself as a musician. I've never actively until very recently tried to pursue a uh, music uh, as, as something more serious than just a hobby mm. uh, I feel like that's allowed me to to always enjoy music at any time that I'm making it or whatever like it hasn't had any pressure on it um, but uh, yeah now it's starting to to grow on me kind of like the desire to to do something more something else parallelly to whatever I'm doing uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> what sort of stopped you though from? You said then that you never sort of considered doing the musician thing full time. But what sort of stopped you? Was it just general fear of success, or? No, I, I have to say that it was more of a. I come from a family. My my dad was kind of like the person that introduced me to music. He he was always singing and playing guitar and. Um, let's let's say like from from a also from a very humble perspective so not taking himself so seriously and i feel like i also never really saw myself like this i never 
aspired when I was a kid or younger, just kind of like to be a musician. It was never kind of in my mind. I just knew that music was always going to be around and 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 uh, always going to be a part of my everyday life and so on. But I never really thought, I, I never even thought that it was kind of like a real possibility, you know? Mm -hmm. Like also in Guatemala or in Latin America, the, the music is different. People also have different tastes and so on. And, and that's why I, I never felt like my tastes were resonating so much with my surroundings. Not that they were like niche or anything, just, yeah, I wasn't really so into the type of music that drives people and the masses in Latin America, mm. basically. What is your style of music that drives you? <sighs> I, I don't know. I, so I like, I like doing a lot of different types of music. It really just comes the way it feels. So... I don't. I like a lot of like folk singer songwriter type of music, just like what what you can achieve with a with a guitar and, and singing is for me uh, amazing. And I feel like yeah, that would, that would be the type of music that I enjoy the most, both listening and and making as well. Yeah. When did you first start writing your own stuff? It all started after. When I started singing, to be honest, like... Uh, when did you start singing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, Ashley. What a, what a curveball there. <laughs> yeah, what a shocker. <laughs> so I basically started singing because of my sister, Camila. I have a twin sister. And um, she's, she's, she's always been singing since she was like a little girl. And uh, I, I started kind of playing guitar, but nothing really too fancy. I, I was... I never really had like serious lessons or whatever so it was kind of like at home whatever I could learn and I remember once looking downstairs my sister was singing to my mom like a song or something hmm. and I was kind of jealous you know because yeah, yeah. I saw how happy my mom was uh, seeing my sister singing so I remember thinking to myself uh, well she's my twin sister so technically I should also be able to sing like <laughs> her you know because we're twins you know yeah, that was exactly. the logic of uh, yeah. I think, what, 12-year-old kid or 13-year-old kid. And so I went and locked myself in, in my room and started, like, playing and singing, learning songs. I think the first song I learned was, like, to sing was, like, Hey Jude or something mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just singing, kind of testing this this new, newly discovered world that was kind of my voice and, and, you know, understanding myself. Until one day my mom told me, like, Hey, Lucas, is that you singing up there in your room? And I was just like, yeah. Uh, next time just leave your door open and that's when I knew like okay cool I'm on to something here yeah. and yeah then I started writing my own songs I think one of the first songs I wrote was like a birthday song for my mom or something like this which she lost by the way <laughs> she had like the one copy handwritten you know kind of like 13 year old boys handwriting you know it's a treasure could be worth a lot of money one day yeah famous, exactly right? and we she go. went and lost it man <laughs> But you write a lot of songs about like your mum and your family, actually. There's a two or three I've heard you play before that are yeah, sort yeah. of inspired by things your mum or parents have told you and stuff like that. Yeah, I, f I feel like my family, we, weren't, we were always like rel relatively close. And, and uh, it was also my, my, my brother, my sister and my parents. We lived in Guatemala, but they were all from Colombia. 
so like the rest of the family was kind of far away so it was kind of like us and us you know um and yeah it was always very important for me and then it's it's i i find a lot of inspiration from from memories and from like my past because i was very lucky i had a great childhood uh also very turbulent childhood but like it's perfect balance between you know kind of like what it means to be growing up uh, surrounded by people that are just meant to be there with you and and then yeah i always find it very inspiring uh and also melancholic and so on and these feelings really drive me and move me because being far away from home uh yeah kind of makes me feel like like they're close and kind of like real in a way in my everyday life or through my music or whatever hmm. But yeah, it must be quite difficult though being that far from your family, especially when there's such a source of sort of musical inspiration. Well, I have to say that it is difficult from the obvious point of view, which is like, oh, I cannot really see them any day or whatever. But to be honest, they were. It's weird. My parents kind of like we're always uh, subconsciously training us to be okay with being far away, as long as far away means better. Mm. You know. Mm. And uh, I never really had like a problem, you know. Also, being far away has also allowed me to to experience all of these emotions and, and feelings that inspire the music that I love having made, you know, mm. because it's something so personal. But uh, but I, I think, it, yeah, without being far away from home or my family, it would have never come to be and I would be singing about other stuff. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, so... What do you find inspiration in now then, in Berlin, to write music? Because you're still writing quite a lot of new stuff. Yeah, things. yeah. So it really, it really, like I said before, I make a lot of different types of music, like from, I, mainly I like composing like singer-songwriter stuff and so on, but sometimes I also making like electronic beats or like kind of lo-fi stuff. But like from the composition point of view, it really is how I feel at that moment, you know, mm. it's just like really is really present like the the the, the inspiration that uh, that comes to me really is um yeah something that if i'm feeling it i just write a note on my cell phone and then i start uh, imagining some music or i'm playing guitar and then something comes up and then it's kind of like okay i just write whatever is it that was on my mind at that time or or i don't know i like word games and so on like things that yeah, sound interesting, you know, not necessarily only for the meaning of the lyrics, but also the the phonetics of, of how these words are connected. I mm. find that also very interesting. And this normally comes to you in English or Spanish? English. Really? English, yeah. I'm incapable of writing in Spanish. No? Really? I think I've written two things, in, in two songs in Spanish. One was for this uh, old friend of mine, and um, the other one was for an advertisement campaign. <laughs> For a supermarket chain in Central America. How did that do? How did that song do? The jingle do? Good, good. It was, it was nice. You know, it was kind of cheesy and so on. I mean, hmm. a lot of like patriotic feelings and so on, which I, I love. I mean, I love my country. And then it was, you know, kind of like, yeah, there you go. Cheesy, corny. Love it. You know? <laughs> yeah. You've already made it. I like it. You've appeared in like a sort of actual paid for business commercial use of music. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, You're already better than like 90% of musicians <laughs> out there. Like you've already hit the jackpot. Yeah. I mean, it's all connections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
talking of meeting a bunch of different people, the place I guess you meet a lot of different people is at Lakshmi Bar, which I've talked about on here many times, because it's the only open mic I religiously, well, semi-religiously. Yeah, yeah. No, not so much at the minute, go back to. Um, how long have you been hosting this now? So I've been hosting it for, I think, about two years and change, I think. Um, yeah, that place changed my life, I have to say, completely. Really? Yeah, I mean? com- completely, I mean... I remember one day kind of like going through a rough patch in my, I believe, third year or, or second year being in Berlin, just walking around the city and uh, I stumbled into this place and I saw that there was this guy playing a guitar outside and I was just like, oh, cool. And then they told me that there was a, an open mic that night, like in three hours or something. Hmm. And Silke told me that, Silke, yeah, yeah. The, the owner of the bar and a uh, very good friend. And um, yeah, I just sat there and chatting with her for hours until the open mic started. And I remember back in the back in the day, it was Alan, uh, this other amazing musician that was hosting it. He actually started the event. And uh, yeah, then I just started coming there every Wednesday. It made me feel good. It also helped me make music mm. outside my room and outside my mind, let's say. And yeah, then, you know, the rest is history, as they say. Describe Lakshmi open mic to someone who's never been there or heard of it. Lakshmi is open mic. I think it's uh, it's like home, familiar. You know, it's just a place where you're just gonna you can go in there for the first time ever, sit down, and in ten seconds you're gonna be chatting with super interesting people, extremely talented musicians, and uh, yeah, then you're just kind of forgetting that. It's not really your living room or something, no. you know? No. And, uh, yeah, basically. And it's completely unplugged, like, for yeah. anyone who hasn't been or never will go to this. But, but um, it's a completely unplugged thing. So there's no... Okay, there's been a bit of cheating recently because we do occasionally bring out an amp. But <laughs> but not very often. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, not against it at all, you know? I feel like amplification definitely uh, sheds a, another light to music as well as without being amplified... Uh, feel like it's kind of like a out of not necessity but kind of like what what we have which is a nice piano and a house guitar then the pa of the bar is not ideal for for amplifying the musicians so kind of worked out you know people love it Uh, i've had so many good comments about people uh, from people saying like yeah it's so so special so different so Mm -hmm. interesting and then we kind of just rolled with it, you know. It forces everyone to shut the fuck up as yeah, well. Like, yeah. And actually listen, which is I good. mean, that and, and the fact that there's a crazy Guatemalan sing, is screaming <laughs> to the people, just like, hey, shut up in the back. Yeah, yeah. But you're always really nice about it. You're always like, shut up in the back. And then like, you go, shh, and stuff. And the two or three times I've hosted it, I've just been like, can you all shut the fuck up? <laughs> and it's not even like in a nice way. It's more just like, please shut the fuck up or it's leave. It started like that with me, I have to say, but then I kind of realized that it's not really going to make much of a difference. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> so now what I do is just kind of have uh, outsourced, uh, I outsourced some some people. Yeah. Just kind of like, hey, moves, hey, Ashley, would yeah. you mind if yeah. somebody's being just loud? Tell just them to please shut just up. tell yeah. them to shut the fuck up. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's, it is just part of the job description. Do you have any particular sort of... Because you've played a lot of songs because you what, play two every week then there's always a jam at the end and you've done it pretty much every week now for two years. Yeah. So you've got through a bunch of stuff. Is there any sort of magical moments you can recall? Um, I, I have to say that every jam session 
or not every jam session they're always different of course but it's always so special to see the people so engaged and connected with the with the energy in the in the place and and having had like because it's we start at eight uh, the music and it's non-stop until 11 11 30 sometimes mm. so people kind of like venturing themselves in such a journey because it's really just music non-stop music non-stop to to then reach this kind of cathartic moment of of everybody's just singing some more like popular songs and I feel like that's always magical. That's always really special, you know. Mm. And also having some of the musicians because I do kind of just know who who to call to the stage to jam. Like for instance, you, the the pianist of the house, you know, moves Johnson, then going with the guitar and the and the vocals and. But I'm by no means the best pianist there, like at all. <sighs> Definitely not. But who who is the best at anything, anyways? You know. And there's a couple of guys that go there and play piano, and um, they're they're incredible, actually, like really, really incredible. Um, but no, so I'm definitely not the sort of best one there by any means. But um, I don't know. I think we get a good groove. <laughs> yeah, of we course. Have, like, some, normally when me, you, moves, a couple of others join, there's always this night, like we kind of know where each other's yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I mean, that's easy because it's a three chord song normally. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like even in a three chord song, you can sort of miss out the soul a little bit, right? Yeah, definitely. Whereas I kind of feel like we know when to go quiet and loud and sort of, and, it, it up. and it's again going back to this kind of like familiar sense of, of the whole place which is like you've been going there to Lakshmi almost every week for a long time mm. moves Johnson as well and uh, yeah I've seen you guys play your own stuff uh, and you've seen me and and then we just came to end up jamming uh, together and now it's just kind of like yeah part of the night you know mm, mm. like um, yeah I feel like that really counts with, with having that connection with the people that that have the connection with Lakshmi as well, you know. Do you prefer playing solo or with a band, actually? I have to say I prefer playing solo. Really? I, I always did, yeah. Wow, always, you're the exception did. to the rule. Most people say band because no, of the no, sort no. of magic groove feeling that we were just talking about. The thing is, if, if, I'm, if I'm honest, I prefer playing solo because I am by no means a good musician. And I'm not trying to, you know, toot my own hoot or whatever, but like, if you think about it, like, my, my, my skills are quite limited. The best thing I think I can do, in my own opinion, is singing. And then I play guitar because I want to sing. I don't play guitar necessarily because I am a guitarist, like, no. you know, and that's kind of then accompany, accompanying my, my, my vocals. Uh, so then playing alone, firstly, allows me to not have the pre pressure of letting anybody down or maybe feeling like kind of under the level, mm. which happens substantially <laughs> often. Uh, but it also, I don't know, my music, I feel like it sounds the best when it's performed live because I can also modify my songs uh, according to how I'm feeling mm. and the energy or the yeah the energy that I want to convey mm. you know so I feel like my songs while simple don't follow necessarily like a, a structure every time mm. and uh, yeah then playing with people can work out can work out really well but it can also be kind of like yeah a bit uh, of, a, of a pebble in my shoe you know yeah 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 so yeah, basically. I'm a lonely boy, 
So aside from playing live, you have recorded some stuff, right? I have, yeah, I have. Where is it and how can we find it and what's out there? So I, I, I have a SoundCloud that I had since before I, I went studying audio engineering and so on. Uh, I say that as a disclaimer uh, uh, regarding the recording <laughs> the quality, quality, let's yeah. say. <laughs> you know. Some of us still suck. And we're much older. <laughs> than this. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not just going to, um, you know. I, I haven't done much more, uh, to be honest. I'm also working uh, full time right now. Uh, and, and have, you know, when, when you're working, it becomes more difficult as well. Hmm. Although it's kind of like mostly on me because I know that I have the time to to do and and, and you know to do more and to put more out there. I am I am working currently on on a couple of tracks. Um, I do have a video out there which I yeah, I do, produced yeah. with uh, with a, a colleague and a good friend of mine, uh, Edward Stubber. That guy is a genius behind the camera, an amazing director as well. Um, and then he he offered me to offered. Uh, filming this video for me um yeah you can find it on my instagram like the the links and so on what's the musical plan then do you plan to release more stuff or definitely yeah i, I feel like it's it would be it would be kind of stupid to to continue to carry on making music uh, at this point in my life without actually doing something with it you know hmm. i feel like when 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 one is younger then it's kind of like yeah sure it's you're allowed to do it as a hobby, but if, but if you really love it and and, and so on, it, it's not really difficult to get stuff out there and then just you know you kind of owe it to your own music in a way you know, hmm. um, to just get it out there and you know no expectations again like I have zero expectations like I don't wanna, not that I don't want to but I've never thought like yeah I wanna put stuff out I wanna go viral you know hmm. like I just wanted to be out there because I'm I'm proud of what I do and I love what I do and yeah just kind of do you know or even have any idea what you would be doing if music was never a hobby or an interest god man I've tried to think about that before like what would I be doing Uh, yeah I really I really don't know you know I I always like I I said before I have a twin sister and I was always kind of like you know very easy to 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 compare yourself Mm. uh, you know uh, or whatever and and i was always thinking just like my sister she's such a talented person and so on and she has like these uh, fortes and strengths and skills and and if i look at myself and again not to be like oh poor me or whatever because i, I love it i love the fact but music is really the the, the one thing i know how to do or i love to do and uh, and without it i just be uh, i think i'd just be a boring person <laughs> i would just be a boring person maybe i would i don't know i would probably be studying like international relations that was the plan There's nothing wrong with international nothing relations, wrong but... with international relations but but there is there's everything yeah, yeah. no I, I don't know and that's what kind of what the reason i've come to before i can't imagine myself and i'm by no means the most creative person in the world but i cannot imagine myself not having some sort of artistic interest yeah i just yeah. can't whether that if you took music out then i'm sure i would have probably developed an interest in art or something like that instead I, or whatever you see like, that's for example i i could have never done that because i suck at drawing like yeah, I, same. i'm terrible i'm and then my brother and my sister, they're also very musical, but... Uh, no, but it's just something but tied great. to this, like, expression sort of based yeah. 
I don't know, artistic flair, I guess, that I would, I just can't imagine not having. Maybe I would be like writing poetry or something like that, mm. which I, I used to do more, not even, po- I cannot even call it poetry, just like my thoughts, writing, writing, yeah. I, I like that and that, that also kind of came, not easy, but it, I, it was, I was always very motivated to do that, mm. um, you know. But yeah, thank God that I yeah, <laughs> got for music. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just be playing computer games all day. I think. Yeah, actually. exactly. You're just I probably like, would. Oh my God! No, 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 no! How empty! How empty! Yeah. So, what are the next musical steps then? So, you want to get some more stuff out there? Are you playing live anytime soon? Or uh, no, no gigs. Uh, I mean, that's kind of good for me because then it's not date related when yeah. I release this episode. So that's great. Yeah, exactly. No pressure. Take we are recording easy. this in whatever month you are listening to it. In. <laughs> yeah, it's fresh, you know. Yeah. And probably next time it's going to be doing gardening or something. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's, like, it's going to take me ages to edit this. And I'll yeah. be like, where's Lucas these days? Oh, he's a gardener now. <laughs> okay. So I, I don't know. I think next musical steps are definitely releasing some stuff out there. Um, I've I've been meaning to do so. Uh, I'm releasing another video actually with uh, with Edward mm. um, from another one of my songs, and those are the two songs that I'm working on at the moment uh, to release as singles, I guess. Mm. Mm. So yeah, keep an ear open for that one. <laughs> no, good. I'm glad you're focusing on it because, like people have told you before, you are very good at this shit. So thank you, you know, sir. And that's that's genuinely wanted you to succeed. To succeed, not just. <laughs> Unlike me succeeding with my English. Um, <laughs> but there we go. You're going to play a song or two for us, right? Would love to, yeah, would love to. Definitely. What are you going to play? I'm going to play one of my earlier songs first. Uh, well, let's t- introduce it before you get set up. Yes, yeah, do- what am I doing? Yeah, come on. Nobody could tell that I was setting up, man. Like, well, you we, just we, we me will, out. we will. We'll definitely tell. Because your voice will go away from the mic, you'll hit the mic with the guitar. Yeah, exactly. The usual, <laughs> usual shit. <laughs> it all happens. It's the setup of this podcast, if you don't understand, the mic is like a few inches from yeah. our face. Yeah, so, exactly. It's just... So it's definitely going to be twatted with the guitar. <laughs> it's, it's an invasive setup. <laughs> yeah. Ashley, better work on that, it sir. It's a little bit invasive. But, <laughs> so what, what are you going to play? Do you have a couple in mind? So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to play first the song called um, Life is Too Short, which, um, yeah, kind of talks a little bit about... Uh, how how uh, kind of the duality of of existing and and kind of how how time is so relative that sometimes you feel like there's none of it and sometimes you think that it's never gonna end not that you want it to end uh, but uh, yeah basically this and yeah I wrote this song like maybe seven years ago or something so I also feel like it was that little crisis of of me of like being on my teens and, and yeah. you know yeah. just getting all deep and stuff you know mm-hmm. uh yeah and then i'm gonna sing a song that i wrote for my dad um uh which is called uh, growing up and i'm sensing a, pa- a pattern there yeah, you know definitely sensing one then again it's cool like then i don't need to worry about uh, correlating my music into <laughs> no, a, you know, at so least you're genuine right i That's... do have a song about a mermaid so i'm just gonna keep it in the <laughs> yeah i know you have that one <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm just gonna keep it kind of related uh, <laughs> to make it easy for you not confuse your listeners nice. and uh yeah basically the song that the other song is also uh, yeah about memories and um just looking back you know just looking back and realizing uh 
that it's really only the emotions that you've experienced in those memories uh, and how they resonate with the present uh, how how they keep that alive you know that's mm. that's basically it and and yeah how grateful i you know one should be for these memories and so on mm. cool but before you get set up thank yes, you sir. very much thank Lucas. you ashley for having me man finally finally i was waiting this. for this for a while you were just teasing me there yeah, i was a little bit finally but, yeah but <laughs> no, no, thank you very thank much, you very man. much Oh, it's a pleasure. Life is too short. Oh, life is too short. To count the stars Open the sky Life is too long Oh, life is too long To close your eyes Truth and lies Oh, but time My time Will take us Oh, But I'll decide I'll decide Where to go
my eyes both open wide so I can see I remember a boy who looks like me Played to be a hero Nothing could hurt him Wanted to be old. That childhood desire to simply grow. Old. Now that I, now that I can see it. Take me back to Take me back to When I never was alone Never was alone And that's all for this week's edition of BPM Pod. Thank you very, very much for joining. It's been really, really great to have you here. What can you expect on the next episode? Well, as I teased at the beginning, 
Orangi Utan, Orange Utan, depends how you want to say it, will be on the next episode. And you could definitely expect more from me. I'm getting back into the songwriting game. I've suddenly had a spurt of inspiration and really feel like I need to get some of this stuff down. So you can definitely expect a little bit more from me uh, in the next episode as well. Until then, stay lucky, everybody, and I'll speak to you soon.